This is Elliot Dasher. Welcome you to Meditation and Beyond. And this session, Spiritus. In 1961, Bill Wilson, the co-founder of Alcoholics Anonymous, wrote a letter to Carl Jung, the famed Swiss psychologist. He conveyed to Jung how the origin of alcohol anonymous began with a patient in his office. On one of his visits, Jung confronted this alcoholic patient, telling him that there was no medical or psychological cure for his problem. The patient asked if his case was indeed hopeless. Jung replied that the only cure was a spiritual one. Writing to Bill Wilson years later, Jung further explained, his craving for alcohol was the equivalent on a low level of the spiritual thirst of our being for wholeness. You see, Jung said, alcohol in Latin is spiritus, and you use the same word for the highest religious experience as well as for the most depraving poison. The turn towards alcohol is a mistaken effort to experience the wholeness that is naturally experienced through spiritual development. Let me repeat that important statement. The turn towards alcohol is a mistaken effort to experience the wholeness that is naturally experienced through spiritual development. But this is not only a problem associated with alcoholism. There is an underlying and troublesome hollowness in the Western psyche. That's the result of an inability to access our fundamental, natural, and unchanging well-being, an ever-present wholeness in each of us. In response to this loss of our essential self and its well-being, we are mistakenly taught by an ill-informed culture to seek from the outer world that which is missing in our inner world. We seek possessions, fame, fortune, relationships, drugs, and even healthy pursuits such as fitness, self-improvement, yoga, and meditation as remedies to this underlying emptiness. Periods of time we may seem to succeed in these efforts, but because our efforts fail to address the underlying wound, the hidden soul at the core of our being, these efforts will each in their turn fail. And even if they seem to succeed, they fail. A spiritual wound requires, as Jung so eloquently stated, a spiritual remedy, not a surface one. It requires Spiritus. Joseph Campbell, author and master teacher, offers us this short parable that characterizes our modern-day search for Spiritus. Early in life, he says, we place our ladder against the wall and begin the arduous effort of climbing to the top, seeking to find the magic elixir to life's challenges. When those who arrive at the top of the ladder look over the wall, they too often to tragically discover a barren landscape. They realize they have placed their ladder against the wrong wall. What they sought, the joy, serenity, and wholeness of the spiritual life, is not to be found on the other side of that wall. There's only one enduring resolution. Come down the ladder and find the right wall, the right direction to apply your efforts. If we are fortunate, we will realize that the direct path to life's treasures, to spiritus, requires an inner turn, a spiritual education, through which we can discover and return home 
to our essential self. Joseph Campbell also offered the following advice when asked for guidance. Follow your bliss, he would say. Now, he didn't say follow your pleasures. He didn't say follow the endless desires of your ordinary self. The bliss he spoke of is the deep and unchanging contentment and joy found in our natural self at the center of our being. Here we find a timeless and abundant source of peace and delight. Here we find the authentic and trustworthy spirit to us. We now know the remedy to the human feeling of emptiness and despair that arises from the lost self and mistaken and fruitless outer effort to resolve this loss in the material world. It is the rediscovery of our spiritual life, spiritus. The remedy is self-remembering. When we return home to the center of our being, our search will be resolved at its source. In the joy of simple being, there is nothing further to seek in the outer world. The seeking is done, and the seeker is dissolved into the expansiveness of being. Let's join together in the practice of self-remembering. Let's begin as usual by quieting the coarse noise of the mind. We do this in a simple and effortless way because its basis is physiological. We do it with our breathing, particularly with our breath hold. When we hold our breath, there's a natural stillness, awareness, and non-cognition. This is a result of a suppression of the neural default mode, which is the brain center for the restless activity of the mind. So we practice this effortlessly in the beginning, and we quiet our mind a bit, so we drop into the body of the practice. So we take a deep breath in, blow it out, imagining we're letting go of the content of our mind while we blow out the air, and then we take a breath hold. In that hold, there's a stillness, non-cognitive state, a beingness. We just dwell in that, just experience it. So deep breath in, forced breath out, blowing out all the contents of the mind. Breath holds, dwelling in the stillness. Now, we each do this at our own pace, so don't follow me. And we'll do it for several minutes. And you can feel, feel how effortlessly, just by doing this simple instruction, your mind will begin to quiet down. The longer you hold the breath hold, the longer you'll have to dwell in that stillness, the deeper it will go. You could do this at any time that your practice gets a bit out of control. You can drop in to the stillness 
just a few minutes every day, several times during the daily activities. You can even do it with your eyes closed. Let's resume. Letting the muscles drop, becoming totally relaxed, resting in the stillness of the breath hold. And although you can keep this Part of the practice is preliminary. As long as you need to calm down the coarse noise of the mind, we're going to stop now and return to a normal breath. By normal, we're trying to keep it as harmonious, low, smooth, and easy as possible. That will also suppress and deactivate the restless centers of the mind. So we can use normal breathing just by keeping it harmonious, still, quiet, and soft. And sometimes, if you wish, you can just catch the gap at the end of expiration before you start inspiration and feel the stillness particularly drop in at that moment. Now we're going to begin the main part of the practice, which is dropping in to our natural self, recalling, remembering, revealing who we have been from the very beginning beyond our personal eye. So what obscures our view of what is always there, this natural self, that we lose sight of, that we forget about, is the noise in our mind, our personal self with its thoughts, feelings, beliefs, reactions, habit patterns, defensiveness, protectiveness. So we let go of our personal self. We just let go. We come into the now, and all the thoughts, the feelings, the images that come up, we just let them go. We let them come in, appear, and disappear. They do that on their own. We just don't have to give them attention. We recognize them. Oh, there's a thought, there's a feeling, there's an image. Okay, who cares? Rest in my awareness, my presence, my beingness. And you'll feel the contraction of the personal self disappear, slowly replaced by an expansiveness, spaciousness, a presence of beingness. So, you're going to be this self of awareness that's open allows anything to arise because thoughts and feelings and images will arise but doesn't attach to any of it lets it come and go it's a very new relationship to the movements of the mind that we normally have 
both in meditation and day-to-day life, we struggle with all the noise. There's no struggle here. We accept it as what the mind does. Let it come in. We let it go out. We watch from an observing awareness. Let's practice this for a short time. Quiet, slow breath. Nothing to do, no one to be. Just resting naturally in the awareness that your natural self. That's all that you need to do. It's very simple. Awareness is just resting in who you are. This awareness, this presence doesn't require anything else. There are certain qualities of this presence, of this natural self, of this pure and clear awareness. There's a peace that surpasses understanding, serenity. It's very profound, very easeful, body and mind. There is a contentment, ease, and delight. Just being. There's an openness and a freedom. Freedom from the known. Freedom from past history. Freedom from all experiences that have previously been part of your personality. Just being in the openness, the freshness of each moment. And there's a simplicity, just a simpleness of a natural mind experiencing naturally, remaining in awareness. The image the poet T.S. Eliot uses for this are our children playing in an apple tree. A condition of complete simplicity. That's who we are. There's deep natural wisdom, which at times will offer you insights that were not previously available to the conditioned ordinary mind. And verify for yourself there's a certain well-being And as you just rest and allow things to be, the relaxed mind, the relaxed muscles, you'll notice a certain kind of well-being that permeates this deeper self, this inner space. We call this whole experience spiritus. Everything we search for in the outer world is already here if we can just open to a natural self. What would be left to do if all our searching was done? Perhaps it would be selfless service 
to others. So just dwell this openness and spaciousness. Feel how complete, whole you feel in this natural self. Completed, nothing more to do, nothing more needed. This is who you are. As you get more familiar with your natural self, by practicing daily, also by dropping in three or four times during the day for a few minutes to the space, or doing it with the breath holes, you'll have more and more of it in your life. It will show up as less reactivity, more ease, and the ability to move through difficult challenges with an underlying serenity and peace. That's how it will show up in your daily life. If you practice it during your daily life, and also practice it more intensely during a daily practice. This is what Jung was telling us. This is the right direction for spirit, for spiritus. And if we have this in our life, in our heart, in our being, we don't have a need to seek it outside of us and activities that are only going to end in loss and suffering and a continued chasing of what we think is the source of what we now know is naturally inside the true source. I'm going to leave you now. That does not mean you need to stop. You can let the audio run out. Continue your practice for a while. Resting in this space and just observing it. Experiencing it as your natural self. There from the beginning. Already there. Always there. Available for you to access when you move away the obscuration and the obstacles of the busy mind.